You're listening to Rewrite Your Mindset, a podcast for the female entrepreneur ready to up-level every area of her life so she can feel confident, empowered, and ready to make her mark on the world. We work on rewriting our inner dialogue script that's holding us back so we can start seeing results. Are you done playing it small and ready to create the life of abundance and impact you've been dreaming about? You're in the right place. Hey guys, it's the beginning of the month again, so I wanted to do a quick podcast episode on the three things that I always make sure happens for my business once the first of the month rolls around again. Now, these three things are something that I think has really helped push my business forward, so I'm going to dive into the three areas that I really pay attention to and how that affects my business as a whole and what things it helps me avoid by doing them consistently every single month. So the very first thing that I do is I take stock of where we are right now. So I like to have certain metric points that we look at every single month at the first of the month. Some of these things include how many Facebook followers we have, how many people are in our Facebook group, how many Instagram followers we have, how many subscribers we have to our newsletter, how many sales we had, what our expenses were this month. Um, I'll take a little bit deeper dive and look at the insights tab on Instagram to see what our impressions were, um, how wide our reach is going. These kind of things are important because when I track them, I can see the growth and I can see what worked and what didn't when I look back at what happened over the last 30 days. So I've built a spreadsheet that has a very, very plain chart, but it does well to show me the visual differences of what those numbers looked like last month and then what those numbers look like this month so I can see where we're growing. I think that's really important. I also want to look back on the past 30 days and see what we did, what ended up working out, and then even more importantly, what didn't work out. So for the most part, I think 30 days of trying something new or testing something out is a really good window of opportunity to see if it's actually going to pay off. If you are a product-based business owner, this is especially important. If you were trying to market a specific line or product and it just fell flat and you did not sell anything whatsoever. For instance, if I have a listing on Etsy that I have completely revamped, I have made sure the photos are phenomenal, I've redone the titles and tags, I've made sure my copy was perfect in the listing description, everything looks great and it still fell flat, and I gave 100% when it came to marketing that item, then I wanna make sure that this is still a good fit for our company and our business, or I wanna trim the fat if I need to and get rid of that item if it's not serving us any longer. I like to do this on a month-to-month basis because there are times when I will continue to pay for those listing fees or for those materials, thinking that this is going to work out when I wasn't paying attention to the metrics, I wasn't paying attention to how well it was or wasn't selling, and I am trying to avoid holding on to those things that are no longer serving me longer than I need to because it's really important that all of my energy is going into things that are giving me a great return on investment. And if those things are not paying off, then I want to cut ties with them and move on to things that will. The next thing I want to do is... 
throughout the month, I have a journal page where I write down really large wins throughout the month. Things, maybe it's a milestone we reached, maybe it's a number of sales we reached. Um, If you ranked up in your business, that would be something to write down. If you launched a new product, when you look back in hindsight at these things, it's easy to forget just how far you've come. And can you imagine looking through a journal of 12 pages of these wins? This is something I like to look back on when I'm feeling like stuff's just not working out like I want it to or I'm feeling really defeated. I come back here, I look at these things, and then I remind myself just how far I've come. Now, one of the things I'm starting this month, it's April, it's April 2nd today actually, um, One of the things that I want to start this month is called a hindsight board. I've seen a lot of other amazing coaches create these. And basically what it is, is it's a bunch of sticky notes that you start adding to a board, whether that's a poster board or a cork board or something like that. They're all in one area. And it's milestones that you have made throughout the month. Maybe you celebrated your first one-on-one client. Maybe you finally crossed the threshold of a thousand sales. Maybe you went out of your comfort zone and you did 14 live videos in a row. Whatever it is, add these things on a sticky note individually to this hindsight board. And then at the end of the month, tally up everything that you've done. Tally up your sales total, tally up your follower total, whatever it is that gives you life when you look at it and really taps into that oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did this emotion, add those to your hindsight board and then reflect on them at the end of the month. I've never personally done one of these. I've seen them done all the time. So I'm pledging to myself this month that this is something that I'm going to try because I just love the visual aspect of it. It took that journal episode um, that I do every single month to the next level. All right, and then the very last part of looking back, which is the number one thing that I do for my business, is I want to make sure that I catch up on expenses. Girl, if you're one of those people that wait on the end of the year to tally up all the receipts and expenses, stop doing this. I'm looking right at you. Um, The reason why we want to do this at the very least once a month is because I want you to get really crystal clear on what's working and what's not. And money talks, especially in this context. So, Catch up on your expenses, add them to QuickBooks. Right now we're using QuickBooks Self-Employed because we got a discount through Etsy, I believe, specifically. And then that translates over phenomenally into TurboTax, which is how we file our taxes right now. Um, Everything is already categorized. I don't have to tally up all the ridiculous numbers at the end of the year. I love, love doing it this way. So if you are someone who has an envelope full of receipts, but you just haven't gotten around to this, girl, make this a monthly thing. My favorite thing to do right now actually is um, I'm a bit type A when it comes to my email inbox. So what I mean by that is if there is an email in my inbox, it's because I need to do something with it. So maybe it's responding to a customer. Maybe it's I need to log that expense into QuickBooks. Maybe it's I need to remind myself to do XYZ because I email myself reminders all the time. If it is something that I do not need to reference, I file it away into a specific folder in my inbox so that I do not lose track of those important priority things that I really want to focus on and pay attention to. 
this has been an absolute lifesaver. Um, one of the things that I add to this is I buy almost everything online right now since we are an online retailer. We buy most of our materials online as well. So those receipts come into my email inbox and then they stay there until I log them on QuickBooks. I usually do this once a week, if not every day if I'm caught up. Um, but at the end of the month is when I log all of my expenses. And that's because some things just don't come to my email inbox at all. For instance, a lot of our subscription services like... Um, the hashtag app that we use for tracking if our hashtags are working or not on Instagram, um, for Planoly, which we use to schedule our social media posts, those kind of things, my shipping payments, those, all of those things that I just listed off go to my credit card. And then I pay that credit card off once a week or at the end of the month. Um, and those things go to my credit card, but I don't see an actual transaction in my inbox. So when I say I total all of my expenses at the end of the month, I go back through my credit card statement to make sure I captured anything that got missed. And that way I can have a very transparent board on the money that went out and the money that came back in, in the form of sales or invoices or those kind of things. All right. So number two, we have looked back. Now I want to look ahead. If you were not <laughs> stuck at home right now, like most of us are because of COVID-19, this is where I would say look ahead at all the events you have for the upcoming month. So it's April 2nd. I would look at all the things that were happening through the month of April, which is usually a very busy month for us because we have four family birthdays, including my own. Throughout the month of April, we've always got stuff going on. This is where I write those all down on a calendar or in a planner to make sure that they're visual and there for me to see. If I had a event that was coming up that I needed to buy a birthday gift for or things like that, I have more than enough time to get that without paying for rush shipping because I'm looking at it at the very beginning of the month. And then I also like to schedule out events that I know I'm going to need to get done. For instance, if I need to get my hair cut and colored, if I wanted a nail appointment, those kind of things, I would usually schedule those at the beginning of the month because I can then plan around them as we go. After I've looked at our calendar and what's going on that month, I like to set goals. Now, goals help me really focus in on what I want to achieve that month. And there's two kind of goals I like to set. The first one is a weekly goal. So I want to set, even if it's four different goals for all four weeks throughout the month, I have these mini goals that I like to try and hit for every week of the month. And then I like to have one goal, just one, that I want to reach at the end of the month. So like the month as a whole, I want to accomplish one big goal. Now, I know a lot of us get really, really excited at the beginning of the month. And we're like, we're going to do all the things. We're going to accomplish this. We're going to do that. And this is going to get done. And then we hit about, I don't know if you're anything like me, day five. And we're like, none of those things are going to happen. This is why I pick one really large goal and leave it at one. If for whatever reason, I accomplished that goal early. I can always set a new one. But realistically, for me, for small mini goals, so I have one for each week, and then one large, big, slightly scary goal is what I like to set for the month ahead. 
All right, part number three is now that we've looked back, we've looked ahead, I want to look at the present really fast. I want to look at my current reality. By the beginning of the month, my desk is usually a complete disaster. There is stuff everywhere. There is material. There is um, packages that have come in. It's just a madhouse, and it's usually because towards the end of the month, I was doing the last final push to get orders out or whatever it was, and so now I'm left with the aftermath. So I like to set myself up for a fantastic month ahead, just like Sunday nights I prepare for Monday mornings. So here's where I clean off my desk. I wipe it down extra good. Not that I don't do this throughout the month, but um, I do a deep cleaning when it comes to my desk and my space. Um, I clean out my email inbox if I've fallen behind on that. I told you how important that was to me. I back up my phone, so I make sure that those images that I took throughout the month are there on my PC as well. I've lost so many images, including images of my son when he was in the hospital, which is my firstborn that I'm absolutely devastated about because I did not back them up. Brittany! did not back them up. So I make sure that I do this every single first of the month just to make sure that those images are safe and that they are on my computer. And if something happens, God forbid, for my to my phone, that I still have them. Um, the next thing that I do to set myself up for success here is I take a look at my to-do list and I look at those tasks that I've been pushing down to the bottom of the list or things that I haven't been wanting to do. For instance, I usually scan all of our incoming mail that's important so that we can then shred the confidential stuff that we don't need to keep a hard copy for to our computer as well. Um, I hate doing this because we don't have one of those fancy scanners that will just take multiple documents at once. We have to lift the lid and place it correctly and then push a button, a bunch of buttons. And I usually have a pretty big stack of paperwork that I need to scan and then file electronically. So I usually do this task at the first of the month as well. I just finished doing it today. Um, and it feels so much better when this is done. I have a clean desk. I have a clean email inbox. I have a clean to-do list, or at least those things I've been avoiding are now off that to-do list. It really helps me set up a fresh start for the month, and I think that's really powerful. I find myself that when I have a chaotic environment that it's reflected in my thought pattern as well and I start to get stressed out really easily or have anxious thoughts or those kind of things and when I start to clean up and really go with a minimal approach when it comes to my surrounding area especially my workbench that I can think so much clearer and I have more motivation to actually start creating again. All right, guys, I hope these tips and tricks helped you. These are the top three things that I like to do for my business every single first of the month. Let me know if you try this out. Tag me at Brand It With Brittany on Instagram, or you can join our Facebook group as well. Same title to tell us about how this works for you. If you love this podcast episode, go ahead and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me as well. I would love, love, love to see it. Those make my day. Otherwise, have a phenomenal rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Rewrite Your Mindset podcast. 
If you loved what you heard today, make sure you click on that subscribe button. Have a major aha moment? I'd love for you to take a screenshot of today's episode and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Rewrite Your Mindset so I can celebrate this breakthrough with you. Until then, 